Um, hi, Nandita. Welcome to the feedback session for your ethics scenario. So this is a scenario of consenting uh, for a, a for an angiogram of a Jehovah's Witness um, who may or may not want a blood product. So I think overall, I think your answer was very thorough, very full. You know, you actually clearly went through the stages. And I think what was very nice about your answer was the fact that you recognised that not every IMT doctor, especially when you're starting off, will be competent to perform certain procedures. So it's really important that you highlight how to get informed consent. And, and you clearly did that. And it, and it was very safe. And I completely understand that, you know, you would work within your, not just in this scenario, but you clearly in any scenario work within the constraints of your competence, which is very, very important as a middle gate doctor. You know, that's a kind of, um, uh, you know, the, your seniors will rely on you to highlight and escalate when necessary. And you clearly did that. Um, and you, you, you know, you you ask for support from your senior colleague, your senior registrar, perhaps. Um, I think there is a distinction as an IMT three. Um, there are scenarios that I know of where, uh, you know, junior doctors are trained to do procedures like OGDs and colonoscopies, and um, you know, and that you know, and certainly angiograms if they are trained to do it. So you mentioned that you go through that process and make sure that you have fully, you are fully trained to do it. And then later on, you also mentioned something very important, which is about teaching and training and actually incorporating that into the training curriculum. Make sure that when you are starting a job and if the job specification involves doing an angiogram, then clearly the local team needs to be supporting that. And I think that's, that's a really good answer because you're not just answering about the short term, but you're also giving a long-term solution to that deanery. You know, clearly shows leadership, you know, really good. Um, now, the other thing, and, and of course, while you can't consent or you may not be able to consent fully for this, you're clearly happy to help the, and support the patient with the process of consenting and trying to get the right information. So escalating to um, an advocate, very important. So, you know, clearly there are Jehovah's Witness advocates that you can uh, bring in to support the patient and they may be more informed about their situation. And I think your non-judgmental way of saying, actually, even though they're Jehovah's Witness, you know, what, you know, why, why should that automatically, yes, of course, we should be mindful, but why should that automatically mean that then they're going to, you know, we shouldn't stereotype people. Yes, it's important to recognise, but you shouldn't stereotype. And I think you did that very well. Um, there is a form, there's a form certainly in the two or three trusts that I've worked in that clearly highlight the different types of blood products. And some patients, in my experience, will be happy to take one or two of the products and may not be happy with the others. So it's important to go through that. And I think you mentioned that too. Now, and perhaps one of the things I would make sure that you highlight is actually the consultant ultimately is the overall in sort of responsible for this procedure. So yes, it's important to ask it to the registrar, but actually having the consultant being involved in the scenario from the beginning is very important. Um, so I would highlight that a bit more. Um, and, um, and and I think you know it's really nice that you were able to signpost your uh, your uh, your examiner to the right direction. So you mentioned autonomy, the fact that the patient has the right to refuse. Um, you talked about informed consent, and you went through the different you know different aspects of that. Um, you talked about uh, teaching and training, which is a, a an element of your um, your um, you know the clinical governance process. Uh, which is involved in the local teach, you know, teaching and training programs for the IMTs, and that's very important. You very clear about the documentation element, so making sure that there is a clear documentation element and 
uh, process to safeguard the patient, for example, make sure that every safety huddle involves the decision making and that you, you clearly document this properly. And that's, that's part of the professionalism element of it. Now, one of the other things I, I questioned you about was you know, how would you escalate this further? Now, one of the things I wanted to gauge from you is clearly this kind of scenario, it's quite difficult for the, for the doctor in the cat club to manage there and then. Perhaps there should have been more thought process prior to booking somebody for an angiogram and actually exploring that further. So some people detect scenarios like this. Um, other people escalate it further and sort of try to incorporate that into the local teaching and training program. So who booked the angiogram? Was it a junior doctor who wasn't aware that, that an angiogram was potentially in the event of a bleed, they may have uh, uh, a blood transfusion? So perhaps feeding that back and actually having departmental teaching. Um, of course, you have multidisciplinary you know, teams involved in these sort of um, uh, in, in this booking process. For example, in my in my department, we have uh, you know a rapid access clinic, and actually, people do. I've, I've had two cases where people have come in, but they haven't thought about the blood transfusion element, and I've had to do it myself on that day. So you know, you know, auditing this and actually disseminating information about this, uh, so that these decisions are made beforehand, and rather than starving a patient, bringing them in then actually having to cancel them on the, on the last minute is clearly not ideal. Um, so I think overall, I thought it was a very good answer. It clearly had all the elements I would recognize as uh, important, give, you know, get, getting it a full, full mark. Um, I would say the last thing is just regarding the feedback process. Clearly, you know, was there documentation or discussion regarding the, the safety of an angiogram beforehand? And if it hasn't been yeah. done, then I think it really should have been done beforehand. And perhaps actually it's something for the future, perhaps it's an, it's an opportunity for you or one of your colleagues to do a quality improvement project, uh, looking at how many people do present like this and get either cancelled or, um, you know, um, and, and it's that because there's a departmental failing in recognising people who are um, not amenable to blood products being part of, you know, sent to a procedure where they potentially may need it. Uh, but overall, I thought it was a very good answer. Well done. Great, thank you.